For the week ending on June 26, Philadelphia had a total record of 5-4-1, with the Phillies going 3-4, getting swept by the Marlins and then winning a series against the Mets, the Soul winning their one game 42-35, the Fusion winning their one match 3-2, and the Union tying their only match this week one to one so much to talk about as always so please sit down and re- enjoy the ride here on the orange line So welcome back here to the Orange Line, your weekly source of Philly sports. I'm your host, as always, Dr. PhD, here to break down all of the moments and news from uh, the NHL, the MLB, the NBA, the NFL, the NLL, the AFL, the OWL, and the MLS. And as we always go through this, it's always where we left off last week, then working our way from the least amount of news to the most amount of news. So, as we always say, let's get right into it. Starting with the Philadelphia Flyers, once again, another crazy kind of hectic week, I guess. Um, Friday, things really kicked off. Um, On the 21st, the Flyers announced their home opener, which um, isn't really the biggest piece of news uh, coming out of the week, but it's still something that's kind of important. I mean, I know I'm going to want to go and, uh, you know, get tickets to that. I'm really excited, especially the fact that we're playing against the Devils. That's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be on uh, October 9th, by the way. And uh, just a little bit after that, they released the full uh, schedule for the Philadelphia Flyers, which is a good thing indeed. And then on Saturday, um, the 2019 NHL draft um, happened, which is pretty good. It seemed like we... Uh, Got a good haul of players. I mean, I think we got seven of them, in fact, um, which, uh, you know, ended up just happening just because of a whole bunch of trades. I think there was a trade of, you know, 14 and, like, 35 or whatever for, you know, 10 or something. Like, I don't know. We we traded around a whole bunch of different picks to get some of our picks, um, which the, the only two that really kind of jumped out at me were uh, Cam York, who was the person that we got in the first round, uh, who is a defenseman, seems like uh, a, a smart move considering the fact that we had such a, a overhaul of, you know, young defensemen that are going to be part of this team. And, um, you know, it's good to kind of re-up on that just because all of our, you know, top defensive prospects are now finally up playing for the Flyers. So it's good to, uh, you know, kind of plant the seeds a little bit there. I know I said I don't care a lot about draft picks, but um, admittedly, they are a nice thing to have. The other pick that I know we took out uh, of the NHL draft was Bobby Brink, who wins the award for the coolest name picked in the draft. Well, actually, no. I think Capococco might have a cooler name than Bobby Brink, but that's still a pretty sweet name. He's uh, a right winger, which is uh, another good thing. I like um, the fact that we can sometimes pick up some of these, uh, you know, winging offensive kind of guys uh who can uh 
potentially give us some firepower later on, but like I said, I, I really only care about who is playing for the Flyers. Um, did hear that he's supposed to be like a uh, a top tier kind of talent, a um, I was gonna say a one percenter, but more like uh, just you know a, a first round talent, which is a good thing. It kind of makes us feel like we got a steal for that. But then the news rolled on, as it does, into Monday, where uh, the Flyers ended up re-signing Travis Sanheim, which is pretty cool. He's back for two more years, I think for like three-point-something, whatever, million. I, again, I don't care about those numbers either, just as long as he plays well. But he's a kid that I know can absolutely do that. I have a lot of faith in him, and uh, I think it's a pretty good deal. It's uh, it's good to keep these uh young D's. I need I need these young D's in my life because um, they're you know the foundation of what this team is going to be going forward, at least in my opinion. Um, but that wasn't it for Monday. There was also a trade. We saw Ryan Hartman go away to Dallas uh, for center Tyler Pitlick, I believe it is. Yeah, Pitlick, um, which is cool it's another guy that i don't really know um but i saw a lot of people saying that we flipped hartman which is good it seems like we're kind of walking away as winners but necessarily i i don't know too much um on wednesday the flyers also re-signed moose uh brian elliott is going to be back for another year which i am 100 percent fine with just considering the fact that uh we pretty much have heart as our uh our number one, and um, I don't know. I think uh, I think this can be a really good thing for us going forward. Um, and uh, that ends up wrapping up everything for the Flyers. So moving on ahead, we are going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and uh, you know, since they they kind of drew the short straw this week, they they didn't have too much going on for them on Thursday. Uh, I was reminded that the Eagles are going to be playing, um, not playing, but having a few uh, practices with the Baltimore Ravens, which is fun. Um, the only reason I say reminded is because that news came out in March, I believe, on the twenty sixth. But it wasn't really pertinent to me now, and now it is. So that's pretty fun. Um, I think the last time that they had a team at their uh, practices before the season was in 2017. I wonder how that season worked out. Anyway, um, things uh, did continue, though. On Monday, there was an article released. It was really nice. It was about Brandon Graham and his comeback from the injury that he suffered in 2017, and um, that it's just going to be good to have him back. It's... uh, it's pretty endearing, once again, to have him back. I mean, we lost Chris Long, so we've lost a, a sizable name on uh, defense. But uh, realistically, now we're uh, getting another one back full-time. He's ready to play. He's had a good offseason, and that is all things that I like to see. But that is indeed all that we have for the Philadelphia Eagles. Going on ahead, it is going to be the Philadelphia Wings, however. Uh, They did have a bit of news this week, um, which was, uh, it it wasn't even news, it was a tweet. The NLL tweeted out, um, 
every team's list of uh, 11 players that they're going to be protecting going into this expansion draft, um, which is something I've been waiting for. I really want to see uh, who the NLL are, uh, well, they're, who they're going to be keeping, and especially the, the Wings, because they're, uh, they're our team. And um, uh, if you are also curious of who these players are, I will read them off right now. Trevor Baptiste, Steph Shepardo, um, Kevin Crowley, Josh Courier, Brett Hickey, Anthony Joaquin, uh, Kyle Matisse, Liam Patton, Blaze Reardon, Ryan Wagner, and of course our boy, Matt Rambo. I uh, I pretty much agree with all of these picks. The one that I saw, actually the two that I saw was um, Travis Konezny. I think the the guy's name is, and uh, Jordan Hall. They were two players that I saw a whole lot of when I went down to some of the Wings games, and uh, they they just seemed to be two pretty decent talents, but uh, I'm not surprised by um, most of this list. Absolutely, we have to keep Trevor Baptiste. Absolutely, I have to keep Matt Rambo and Kevin Crowley and Kyle Matisse, and you're not going to not protect uh, Josh Currier and... Um, I don't know. It, it all makes sense to me. So, uh, good job to the Philadelphia Wings for, well, continuing, uh, hopefully an upward trend for this team. I think the sky's the limit for them. We can get to the cup next year, I hope. Um, it all depends on how things shake out in this expansion draft, but I hope things go well. That is all for the Philadelphia Wings, though. So, we are going to have to go ahead and move right on in to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they also had a draft this week, just like the Flyers did. Um, and uh, that one was actually on Friday. And um, just once again, because of some trades, the the Sixers drafted 20th overall. Um, Matisse Thibel, um, which uh, seems like it's going to be a good fit. From what I hear, he's a really good uh, defensive player which is what Elton Brand was looking for, so that's very good. I like having defense, and especially if uh, that works into the plan that Elton Brand and uh, the Sixers organization has for the team, then I can't really be too upset about that, which is great. Also, um, I did hear that he's not much of a shooter, which I don't think that we need, especially uh, pending some of the moves that can be happening in the offseason. And ho-ho! Are there plenty of moves that can happen in the offseason? The league can be busted wide open right now with some of the people that are out there that can, you know, potentially go to the Lakers or, you know, could go to Boston or the Sixers or any of these other teams. It's honestly kind of crazy right now. And um, I think depending on how things shake out for, uh, the Sixers, I think things could be pretty good for us, but um, I do think that uh, Matisse Thibault is a good addition to the team. Good job, Elton. Um, also, he has probably the most Philly name possible. Uh, I, I just like to think, like, oh, you know, you, you hear about that player that the Sixers just brought up? Nah, what's the, what's the guy's name? I don't know. He's, like, some kind of, like, Thibault, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I I don't know if he's just like that's his nickname because he's got like big thighs or something. But like I'm all about this thigh ball if they are. I don't know. That's that's my simulation of a 
conversation. It wasn't good, but we'll forget about it. We'll keep going. Um, more news happened on Tuesday. The uh, NBA announced the um, 2019 Summer League schedule, which is good. Some of the matchups are pretty decent, and that all starts not next week, not like the next week that I'm going to be talking about, but the week after that, um, everything starts up July 5th for the 76ers. So that's going to be fun. Um, but now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of everything, the teams that are currently in season, and this one is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. They did not have a great week this week, and um, to only describe it, you got to start from the beginning, obviously. They, uh, they had one game to finish off the dreadful series against Washington, where two of the games got rained out, had to play a doubleheader, then played a game the very next day. Obviously, people are going to be tired. And uh, we walk away with an L on that one. Not the look we were looking for. But we thought, hey, maybe we're going to go into CBP. We're going to come back into the city. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a good time. Things started off pretty cool with uh, the Chase Utley retirement night. You know, got to see a whole bunch of his great moments, some of his old teammates, relive some of the things that the man has done for this great Philadelphia organization. And uh, also, Mac finally got his catch with uh, Chase Utley, which is great. I hope that makes it into the show. That would be pretty sweet. But um, yeah, it was all around a pretty decent start, so we thought, until we ended up getting swept by the Marlins. Not a good look for us, by the way. It was our seventh straight loss, and it could have been avoidable. It could have been avoidable from the very beginning, because Aaron Nola pitched a great game, um, only gave up one earned run, ended up giving up two runs, uh, because of some errors. Uh, but like it, it's so frustrating when the, the, the pitching just is not syncing up with the hitting and the bats just have not been doing anything to this point. And it's, it's been so frustrating and it continued all the way through to the very end of uh, the Florida series. Just We had too many chances of getting people around the bases, going from scoring position, and nothing really showed up. The bats just weren't there, and that's been my main frustration. This team is too good on the offensive side of the ball uh, to not be putting up points the, the way that they should. Points, runs. Um... And so it was It was just really annoying to see the Bats slump until this series against the New York Mets. It has been complete uh, switch of everything. The bamboo, the good wood, is finally in play for the Philadelphia Phillies, and it seems to be working. Uh, I'm also a little shaky on the whole bamboo thing. I heard it was a Jay Bruce thing, and then I heard it was a Miller thing, and I don't really know where it came from, but I'm pretty stoked about it because uh, it's obviously working. We, uh, we're we on our way to sweep the Mets, and honestly, if you're seeing this and realizing it's nighttime, yeah, we did end up getting the full sweep in the Mets, which is fantastic. Hopefully that spark from the beginning of the season is back and um, the the Phillies can start playing ball the way I know that they can. It's just been frustrating recently. I'm not a fan of it. But um, that is all for the Philadelphia Phillies. So let's start talking about the Union. 
Um, they, uh, they've, they've come back after about two weeks of not playing, and, um, it, uh, wasn't the best return, but that was later in the week, so, uh, you know, as we usually do, I'll start from the beginning on Thursday, they ended up getting a new teammate, that's gonna be Andrew Vooten from SV Sondhausen, which is uh, a Bundesliga 2 team, which I assume is like, you know, just one of the lesser Bundesliga teams. Um, but uh, he scored 100, uh, 100. He scored 17 goals in uh, 31 games. And uh, in his last 18 appearances, he actually had 13 goals. So he's uh, on the upper trend, which is cool. Um, and it just adds more scoring depth to the Beast in the East, which is something that I am very excited about, considering the fact that we can be so good offensively already. Um, things then rolled into Monday, where Andre Blake was given the honor of being announced to the 2019 MLS All-Star team, which is great. It's going to be his second appearance on the All-Star team, the first one. Uh, for the Union to appear more than once in an All-Star game, which is going to be great. He's also playing for Jamaica in the uh, the CONCACAF, which is pretty cool, except he's playing Team USA, so I'm going to have mixed opinions about that. Um, but then we ended up finally making our way to Wednesday, uh, where they played against the New England Revolution. And while we were continuing to be able to dominate with the ball at our feet, it seems like every time we didn't, and they could just walk right into uh, the defensive zone. They seem to not have a beat on us, but it's just been annoying because of the fact that uh, our defense is so poor. I'm sorry if you can hear noises in the background, by the way. I think someone sent off fireworks. This is not a fun time, considering the fact that I expected more out of this team. Hopefully it's just a little bit of uh rust they just gotta shake it off a little bit they've been relaxed and they've been chilling they've been practicing and you know they, there's just a little bit of ring rust there so hopefully they can uh brush that off and go right back in to their dominant ways um but i do know that the new england revival revival revolution have uh been getting a lot better recently I heard that they were on an unbeaten streak, which is good for us considering the fact that we were able to get them to a draw. That's what I'll get from that. That's how I'll walk away from that going, ha-ha, we got you, Boston, um, because, as you know, I always have to get that in there. But that's it for the Union going to keep rolling ahead. And that's going to be with the soul. Of course it is. Um, they have been doing pretty great as of late. They had that little skid in the middle of the season, but now things are really getting into the nitty and the gritty. Uh, only four games left at this point, and uh, well, every game is important. Like I said last week, it is going to be very important to get these wins, and that's exactly what they did on uh, Saturday. They were able to walk away with a 42-35 to win, and... Um, I don't know. What can I say? We're getting that momentum. And in sports, momentum is a very big thing, my friends. If you are just riding that streak, that wave all the way to the top, then you're getting to the top. And that's absolutely what you want to do. Um, so 
it's good to have that momentum, good to have that big win, especially going into next week against the team that we're going to be playing against, which I will get to. Um, but uh, now, at this point, they only need one win, and they are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs, so they just can't lose out. They just need one win. This is going to be great. Uh, I would love to have three wins. We do have a, a bye week, so four weeks left. Need uh, one win. Would love to get three more. Um, but this win came off of, once again, strong defense. The thing that I've been harping on all season is that their defense has not been great. Um, but this was uh, another one of those uh, cases where I kind of bit my tongue because the defense was awesome. They had three huge interceptions. There was a, a fourth and goal on with four minutes left in the game. They were able to uh, stop that with an interception, which is fantastic. Um, plus Dan Radiball is insane as always. 227 yards, four touchdowns. Um, I believe two of which go to BJ Bunn, uh, with a career high of 116 yards, which is awesome. Good for him. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope that we can keep riding this wave because this team has the ability to be the best team in the league that we know and love 2016, 2017. Those are proof back-to-back champions. We can do it again. We just got to get there. Um, also on Tuesday, James Romain, uh, was awarded his third AFL defensive player of the week. Um, he had two of the three interceptions and actually leads the league in interceptions, which is even better. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for playing on our team, James. I really appreciate it. Um, but as far as soul news goes, that's kind of where we end it all. And that brings us to the final team of the week. That's going to be the Philadelphia Fusion, your favorite Overwatch League team, part of the most exciting league that's currently going on right now. It's one of the most fun leagues to watch. And uh, I've said that from day one. I'll continue to say that. Um, But uh, going into the week, uh, Overwatch League wrote an article about Carpe, who is one of the best players on our team. He's probably the focus on our team as well. And uh, they ended up focusing on um, the mentality of, you know, how he has come to be and where he's come from. I know uh, at a very young age, he ended up coming over to the United States to be able to play video games uh, professionally. And uh, he had to learn a whole new language as he is South Korean and only knew Korean at that point. So the fact that he's able to overcome all that and is really just determined to win is a great sign. That's something that I love. Um, and the other thing that I like is he believes that any team in Overwatch League can win. They just got to play their game the right way. They have to get their alt economy down. They have to be able to get the right plays going, get the right comps going. And, um, yeah, so I think that's a very endearing uh, piece that ends up looking into the mind of Garpe. Um, he does wish that he could play DPS more, he did say in the article, but... uh He's, he's got to play what he's got to play, and the meta is what the meta is. Um, but he's he's really just focused on uh, you know, getting to uh, that high level of play that we know he can be at and getting himself and the Philadelphia Fusion to the Grand Finals, which is going to be held in Philadelphia this year. September 29th, buy your tickets. It's going to be at Wells Fargo. But that is why we had what we had on Saturday. It was a match. It was going to be 
not even going to be. It was against the Atlanta Reign, um, a rematch from week one. One thing that I talked about last week on my Dr. PhD picks of the week. It was good to see where they had come, and it was even better because it was a game. It was a match that I was not expecting. It was so back and forth. It was thrilling. It was awesome. Um, there was a whole lot of composition changes, a whole lot of Sombra, a whole lot of Widowmaker for Carpe. I know he was very happy about that, and it seems like that's uh, what a lot of the future is going to be for uh, Overwatch League is uh, a new meta shift and getting more DPS out there, which will be great for uh, Carpe and especially for our team, but this match was insane. It was actually so good that after the match was over, Someone that I know, someone personal, so I'm not going to name names, but uh, they ended up calling me, and they were so excited, and they were very intoxicated. And uh, they called me, and they were like, oh my god, dude, did you watch the match? Because that was insane. Like, I'm just, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy with, like, the fusion and how they're playing. And I'm, like, really happy that the meta is, like, changing. And I'm just, like, really happy. And I was like, that's awesome, because I'm happy too, because uh, that proves that one of my picks is uh, right once again. I know I faltered a little bit last week on uh, the union call, but hey, we didn't get a loss. That's a good thing. I did say we were going to stomp them again, but that's just because I want to stomp New England every time we play them. That is it for all of the news in the sports world this week, so... I guess what we can do is start talking about the schedules for next week, talk about what's going to come up. Starting with the Phillies, they have, uh, well, they had one game on Thursday against the New York Mets in which they ended up winning, if you're uh, listening to this later. Spoiler alert. And um, that moves us into another series against Florida. That's going to be Friday through Sunday at Florida this time. Um, And then... uh, after that, it's going to be a one-day break. We get Monday off. That'll be nice. Get time to relax. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, we start a series against the Atlanta Braves. So we get to go back there and see what we can do against them. The Soul have one game this week. I said it was going to be a big one, and it absolutely is. It's going to be against the uh, Albany Empire, who are currently the best team in the AFL. I believe they have a record of 8-1. and one. So it'll be really good to be able to get this final win against them, especially, you know, halt some momentum that they have, give all of that to us, and then carry that in to the weeks ahead. So that's going to be one to look forward to. The Fusion also have uh, one match this week. It's going to be against Boston again. So that's going to be great. I love it when we get chances to beat up on Boston. We were able to get a win last time that we played them, and I'm hoping we can do the same this time. Uh, Union also have two games this week. They are both going to be away. On Saturday the 29th, it's going to be against New York City FC. And on Wednesday, it's going to be against um, Orlando, I think. I don't know. I wrote the acronym, but I can't remember what it is. So uh, maybe it's Oklahoma City. I really have no idea. Um, either way, those are two games to, uh, look forward to from the beast in the east. And that leads us all the way to the final bit of the orange line. It's my favorite part. I hope it's yours. It's the Dr. PhD picks of the week. Um, we're going to start it off this week with the Phillies. 
Um, they are hot right now, and hopefully they can continue that heat in the hot, hot, you know, marshlands of Florida. Um, and uh, they need that salty run back. They need to go back there and uh, say, hey, you, you can't come into our yard and disrespect us like that, guys. So now we're going to have to stomp on you in your yard, your dumb-looking yard with all the, like, weird dolphins and stuff happening in the background. I, I secretly love that yard. But, uh, yeah, we want that salty run back. We are a little annoyed right now. So let's play the Marlins again. Let's beat them up. Um, and uh, the, the bats need to keep things going. That's the, the main factor. The bats need to keep this momentum, and they need to keep everything going. For the second pick of the week, it's going to be the Soul against the Albany Impact. I know that's going to be a tough task to handle, but I do believe that we have one of the best offenses in the league, and now that our defense is really heating up, really getting stabilized, I guess, um, I'm hoping that they can make a big splash against Albany this week. I'm being really, really optimistic about this one, but I think that uh, regardless, we're going to end up getting another win, getting us into the playoffs, and if we're able to get this win against Albany, it can rocket us to a very, very, very advantageous position. So let's go for it. And the third pick of the week, I always try to make this one a little bit of an oddball one. Um, it's going to be the Abington native David Starr. He's going to be wrestling for a world championship. If you did not know, on Saturday, June 29th, Defiant Wrestling is going to be holding a pay-per-view event, which I believe is called Lights Out. And uh, David Starr is going to be facing the Defiant World Champion Rampage Brown. Um, he earned this opportunity by winning the No Regrets Rumble a 30-man rumble beating all 29 other opponents to be able to get this opportunity at the heavyweight championship. It's going to be a good one. Um, it's an Abington native, so it's very close to my heart. And it's on my birthday. Um, I was going to say uh, the other thing is uh, all of these are happening on my birthday. So those are fun things to have. Uh, happen this week on the 29th. It's going to be a fun Saturday. I hope you have a good week. Um, I'm planning on having a good week. It all ends with uh, 4th of July, so that's a fun thing to look forward to. Also, I should mention that um, I will not be doing an orange line on the 4th, so everything for next week is going to be um, all the way up to the 4th, and I will release that on Friday. So with all that being said, thank you for joining me here on the Orange Line. I have been Dr. PhD. If you would like to follow me on social media, that's going to be at Dr. PhD, D-O-C-T-E-R-P-H-D. If you want to, you can follow the podcast, which is going to be at Orange Line Pod, spelled exactly the way you would think. You can also go on Facebook and find the Orange Line Podcast, um, where I just, you know, I I pretty much post things that are relevant to uh, some highlights, some news stories that... uh are uh well philadelphia sports related um and i am working on those daily posts they are coming um other than that i hope you have a great week i've already said that this is always my rambling bit but i am very much looking forward to it i hope you are as well um so with that being said go philly sports have a great one